0: Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jamieson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Hey TikTok radio listeners, today we're going to be covering one of my favorite tips for deciding if you are jumping on a trend or not. I hope you guys are staying healthy and safe. It's been great to connect with a lot more of you in our community group. If you're not part of that yet, go to tiktok-squad.com. The link is in the show notes down there for you. Actually, funny story, you guys, I had a discovery call with someone that found our podcast and he actually went to my high school and we never met each other. Other, so it's crazy connecting with all of you, and I'm so excited that you're enjoying my content. Now, if you guys have questions, make sure you have the Anchor app so you can send me a voice message, or always feel free to message me on Instagram or comment your question in our Facebook group. I'm super excited for you guys to also hear an interview from two of my good friends, Sana and Will Saleh. They are a couple from Canada that share their crazy videos, their funny stories, and most importantly, educating people about their religion, which is really cool to see. If you guys haven't yet, please go leave me a review in the iTunes app store. Is it called the app store? No, it's the iTunes podcast store or... What is that even called? I don't know, you guys. If you have an Apple device and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would super appreciate a review. It helps people find this podcast, which helps more people benefit. I'm so excited because TikTok has been getting so much buzz lately, especially after the new CEO. Now, if you guys haven't heard about that, be sure you check out last week's episode. And I'm also slightly amused that Facebook and Instagram and YouTube think they're going to hop on this trend and all of a sudden see the same results that TikTok is getting. If you guys are interested in me covering some of the apps that are trying to be TikTok or trying to take advantage of this crazy niche that TikTok has kind of found itself in, I'd love to discuss that more. So if you want to hear that topic, let me know. I'm not sure how many other people care that there are apps trying to be TikTok. I'm not sure that it even matters, honestly, and that makes people mad when I talk about it. But after watching TikTok grow from Musical.ly since 2016, I think I know a thing or two about why this app is as popular as it is and the work that the TikTok corporate team really has put in over the past two years to get this app to where it's at and as a way to monetize because previously I really didn't think TikTok would become anything big because there was no way for creators to monetize and it's been incredible to see how people have made incomes from TikTok in the last couple of years because of the changes they've made to the app and because of the insane reach of TikTok which is amazing. All right, before we jump into today's episode, here's a quick word from our sponsor. If you're in our TikTok squad or you've listened to this podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about how it's important to incorporate what's trending on TikTok into your content. But sometimes that can be overwhelming or sometimes if you only do the trends, it doesn't help uh, others who are watching your page figure out your brand and connect with you sometimes it causes an issue when they're only seeing the trends and they have no idea who you are because it's really important on this app to find your niche, find your target audience and do the things that do well. For some people, that is doing the trends and doing these viral trends, but for other people, you're creating more content that is tailored towards a business or a coaching brand. So there's going to be a different look at this for everybody, but I wanted to give you guys one tip that you can use to determine whether you should hop on a trend or not. Now, if you're scrolling on the For You page, I always say it's really important to scroll intentionally. When you're a creator, you are not a consumer, so you need to be watching with a discerning eye and seeing what's doing well for other people. It's important to do your research, and that's the one thing I'm always harping on with my clients. I'm like, okay, have you researched it? What's working in that niche? What's working in that style of video? Go check out what's working for other people. Super, super, super important, you guys, and I do that across all social platforms. Forms. But with TikTok, when you're looking on your For You page, be intentional. Make sure you're taking note when you notice a trend. I talk about this on TikTok in one of my recent videos. If you see a trend more than twice, it's probably important for you to take note. And I like to pay attention to how many likes and views is on that video. So if there's a trend video on your page, and when I say trend video, I mean something that could be easily replicated, whether that's a dance or a certain type of prank. Recently, you might have seen the Coke bottles or beer bottle challenge where people hit the top of it off and it explodes or the apple juice bottles, that type of thing. If you see a super viral video and you see it more than once, take note because that means it's a trend and that means there's probably other videos in that area and that means it could become a hashtag soon on TikTok. Now, the hashtags on the main trending page, honestly, once those are up there, sometimes it's kind of a moot point to try to get up on them because that means the trend has already been around for a little bit. So we want to hop on the trends before they get put on that main discovery page. Now, if you see a video and it has a lot of likes and getting a lot of interaction, go to that user's page and see how many followers they have. It's super important to discern between people that have a built-in following and people that created a viral video because when you look at people that already have a built-in following, they can get away with a lot more that's not as interesting or engaging and still get high views and likes. For example, I cannot do the same dance that Charlie D'Amelio does and then get as many likes and views as she does because one, my viewers don't like when I do dances. I've learned that. I mean, they do okay, but they're not my best performing content. And two, she has a built-in audience that literally no matter what she does will get millions of views. And there are a lot of creators that are already at that point on the app. So just like with YouTube, it's important to distinguish what type of content is trending because it is good content or content people actually want to consume versus what is trending because creators have a large built-in audience. I cannot go and do the same thing Baby Ariel and Lauren Gray do, if you guys are familiar with them. They're more OG Musical.ly creators, but still, Lauren Gray gets on there, looks all cute, flips her hair, does whatever, and gets millions of likes. She also has millions and millions of followers. That does not work for me. It probably will not work for you, and I'm so sorry to break that to you, but we have to actually strategize and create high-quality content. A lot of times, at the higher level, creators can get away with doing less and still maintaining views. Of course, that will not work work forever, so it's very important for larger creators to still continue to develop their brand, to reach different platforms and build across all platforms so when you see a video and you're like wow this seems viral let me go see how many followers this person has you go to that account if that is a smaller account and when I say smaller I mean not a million followers I would say less than 500,000 less than 200,000 if they don't average that many likes like it's out of the norm for them then do that trend it's important to pay attention to this because you could be just hopping on a trend that you're never going to kind of get into because it's not going to perform well because it's not actually a trend. Does that make sense? Just because you see a viral video doesn't mean it's a trend. If you see a video over and over again that's from creators that aren't huge creators, then that is a viral concept you need to jump on because you will have the chance to do that trend and actually show up for other people in hashtags or kind of be a starter of the trend in your kind of niche and following because I always recommend making the trends applicable to you. So for me, that means doing things in a way that's educating people. So I will do, you know, a viral dance and then put tips about how to grow your platform or body positivity tips on my video. So it's important to take those trends and meld them to you. That's the great thing that I get to help people do working one-on-one with them as a coach is really give that insight and bouncing those ideas off of them. That's not to say that you cannot accomplish that same thing on your own. So just pay attention, you guys. Use discernment as you're brainstorming for your content and spend at least 30 minutes, if not more, a day on the For You page finding content to create. Everything out there that's been put out there is out there, you guys. Um, I'm a firm believer that you should not reinvent the wheel. If a viral video is going viral once, it will go viral again because there's so many people in the world that not everyone sees that original video. I'm not telling you to go out there and steal other people's work. I'm telling you guys to be smart and hop on trends before they blow up. And that means paying attention to what's going on. I know Gary V says to spend four hours a day on TikTok. That's a little much for me. I don't know about you guys, but I got a lot going on in life, but I do spend my time intentionally scrolling instead of just consuming content. And I think that that is a wake up call for a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs out there, because sometimes we do get distracted by falling into the feed and just going through the scroll hole on any platform, you guys. So it's important to make sure you're being intentional with the time you're spending on the app and researching the trends that you're about to spend your time creating. Go to their profile, see what their following is like and if a video went viral mainly because they have a large built-in audience or went viral because it's a viral trend good luck, you guys. Let me know if this tip helps you. I'm very curious. It's been very successful for my clients so far, and I'm interested to see how it works out for everyone else. Now, next week, I'm going to be launching uh, something really special that you guys aren't going to want to miss out on. I've been working really hard on this because I've had a lot of people say, hey, Victoria, I want to work with you, but I'm not ready to make the investment in one-on-one coaching. So I wanted to make an option for people that was a pretty low cost investment, but still get a lot of benefit from it and be able to create a sense community, even more tight knit and driven than our TikTok squad group. So I'm going to be launching something very special. You're not going to want to miss out on it. Be sure you're in our TikTok squad group because that group is going to get first access to it. If you're not a Facebook user, that's totally fine. I have an email list where I send out not really even that often emails. I promise I'm not one of those people that blows up your inbox every day. We all know and love slash hate those people. Sometimes it's good content, but sometimes it drives me insane because I have a million emails. But if you guys want to get in on that, there's a link down in the show notes below. I'm super pumped for you guys to hear today's interview. Like I said, these are my friends, Sana and Will. They are so awesome. I've gotten to know Sana over the years. We are with the same cosmetics company, so we've worked really closely in business and as well as being content creators. She's definitely a creator, so that's why we vibe because we got the whole girl boss creator makeup thing going on. But when she finally hopped on TikTok and I started to see her incredible growth, I was so excited to be cheering her on. And I'm excited for her and Will to be sharing their journey because it's not really common for people that are super not into social media to all of a sudden love it. And Will has really gravitated towards TikTok and kind of taken the lead there. So it's been cool to see how they've grown on the app and shared their journey and their truth and their story. It's a great interview. It's definitely worth the listen. All right. Enjoy. Hey guys, today I'm here with Sana and Will Saleh, and they are going to be talking about their journey on TikTok, and this is super exciting because this is the first time I've had some of my friends on the podcast, so welcome, guys. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Did you guys think at the beginning of this year you would be on a podcast about TikTok? Never. No. No.
1: Not
0: at all. No, not at all. So just a little bit of background. How I know Sana is we both are with the same cosmetics company. So we've known each other for, I don't mm-hmm. even know how long, a while. A couple years, yeah. Yeah, a couple years. And they're in Canada. Mm-hmm. So we don't always see each other at events, but when we do, it's super fun. hmm So we've known each other through social media and we've worked together on a few different like coaching projects and these two hopped on TikTok. When was it?
2: Like literally February.
0: February, Crazy. That is so crazy. I know. So they've had pretty great growth. What are you guys at right now? Uh,
2: 166,000, I believe.
0: (laughs) 167,000. Dang. Just since February. I know. Okay. So tell me kind of what the process was for how you decided to start. And I know at first you were doing a little bit of beauty stuff, right? And then you kind of made it into a family account or was it just family from day one?
2: Well, so I've been watching you, Victoria, on TikTok for a long time and you have tried, you tried to get me on it a long time ago. I honestly, I couldn't figure out how to use it. I remember downloading it like a year and a half ago. I don't even know how long ago, a year ago. Um, and I watched your videos and I love them and I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to use the app. Like I just, I couldn't do it. So I stopped using it. And then I remember, I clearly remember watching you go to LA and seeing your growth from that point. I was like, this is insane. Like I watched your account grow so ridiculously fast and I'm like, okay, she's doing something that I need to be doing. <laughs> and then you created your group. And then I remember hopping on. And I signed up, and the first video we ever did was literally Will holding our cat um, like and, like, making our cat dance to a song. Like, that was the first video we ever did. And then I tried doing, like, a couple things on my own, and it just, uh, it was kind of, like, not as fun. And then I decided to get Will to sit with me and do a video, and it, like, overnight, we had thousands and thousands of views.
1: It was interesting because, like, when she first showed me TikTok I was like this is the dumbest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life I was like this really shows like the attention span of, of people nowadays it's like I don't have time to watch a 20 minute YouTube video we got to cut it down to five now like 30 seconds is pushing it um, <laughs> it's true no, yeah it's it's and then I I saw what Sando was doing and I was like I don't see this like doing anything yeah. for anything yeah um and then we did one yeah she again she kind of just did a couple little videos here and there and then we did one just kind of like mocking our our religion um or the fact that i'm a white redneck and you know she's a born muslim girl so and that one was kind of the the catalyst that kind of kicked everything off yeah and then from there we just kind of started focusing on the thing that kind of makes us unique which is our our mixed marriage our culture difference our religion and and from there yeah we had some pretty good success yeah Uh, and then, obviously, like, for us, the big thing was we did, like, uh, our video now is at 6.7 million views. And that was just, like, us changing our clothes. and we're,
2: <laughs> Literally and just changing yeah. our clothes. <laughs> and arguing about what we were going to wear and what we weren't going to wear. And that's – and then we literally grew overnight. Like, that's when we knew. We're, like, okay. After that video, we're, like, yeah. we need to, like, take this seriously and, like, actually –
0: put out content every day
1: and yeah, we had like 50,000 followers overnight that's <laughs> like, yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah it really just takes that one video and it's yeah. funny because I always tell people pay attention to what performs well because that's what people want from it's you great. and for you guys I feel like that video was like so on brand too because it was like showing yeah. your culture and you got to yeah. answer like a lot of questions for people too because yeah exactly. I feel like as a white person growing up in America actually I did grow up partially in Indonesia. So I'm probably a little bit more cultured than most, but most people don't really know people who are Muslim. So they don't, you know, have that um, exposure really. So it's great that you're able to educate people and bring awareness and connect with your audience as well. Totally. Is most of your audience, I would be interested because you're in Canada. Where is your demographic like in analytics? America. Really,
2: America and Canada are like the number one places.
1: Yeah, thirty percent U.S. Yeah, thirteen percent Canada.
0: Yeah. See, I was always curious if Canada would push you to Canada. Mm Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that works, but yeah, we had a, a lot of followers in the states for sure.
0: Hmm, very cool okay so will i know you're not really yes. a social media person <laughs> yeah, you, <no. laughs> we're kind of always behind the scenes how are things <laughs> different now that you're kind of take i've heard that you kind of have taken the lead on tiktok a little bit
1: yeah i mean she well because she's so busy with everything else with her business and and that sort of stuff that she kind of gives me a lot of the freedom to kind of answer
2: call yeah, comments and, I, yeah
1: answer comments or come up with a lot of the creative stuff, um, just because she's completely uncreative. So um, it takes. I'm not funny.
2: <laughs> I'm not funny, and he's really funny. So it, it's it's. I really don't have humor. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's been interesting uh, for sure. Like like you said, like I have. It it took me. I think we got married six years ago, and it took me about five years to friend her on Facebook.
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Really. I'm not even kidding. He
0: doesn't use it. Like yeah. he literally doesn't use at all that's it yeah i can kind of see that matt literally will go on like a facebook binge where he doesn't log on for like a year and then he'll go like like everything i've posted for like a whole year (laughs) and just like (laughs) catch up that sounds about right Uh,
2: and then and then i created an instagram account for him and he again same thing didn't use it (laughs) it didn't use the account at all ghosted he just he creates the social media accounts and then doesn't use them
1: i like to Try to focus on one thing. I know she says I'm multitasking. You can't. She doesn't multitask. She just Men does one can't thing multitask either. Women, no, no, I know. I, I'll admit it. But but at least we admit that we can't multitask. <laughs> yeah. Sana likes to admit that she can multitask, but at the same time, she can't do more than one thing at once. At least <laughs> do, do it productively.
0: So. Wow, that sounds exactly like my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so what made TikTok different for you that you were like ready to? invest time in this platform when you really hadn't done it on any other social medias?
1: I think the biggest thing for me is like my, our kids, um, and a lot of spending time with the Synergents organization and like going to seminar and seeing like how cool that was. The first one we went to was, um, it was a prism of possibilities. And it was for me, like walking down the halls and seeing everybody. And it was unreal. And that ability to, Kind of cultivate something where you could be home with your family at the same time as you're kind of doing your business was kind of the thing that started mm-hmm. that for us was like yeah, we was want like this yeah we want to be at home and then being able to see like when that first video took off and I remember she suddenly came in the room she's like oh my god oh my god the video <laughs> hit like 20,000 views and it's been an hour or something and, I, and then she I had to work the next day and she's like all night, she's like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, okay, okay don't wake me up unless it hits like 2 million views. I and, woke then she, him up. and then she woke me up because it had hit over 2 million views overnight. And then I was like, man, and so- That's so and cool. Then, yeah, <laughs> seeing the success that people have and then being able to, because it's not kind of unique to its own thing, you can incorporate so much else into TikTok with different, whether it's your, your business or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I've seen kind of a- the long-term possibilities of what it could be. So that's kind of why I wanted to get on board with it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I know in my group, I talk a lot about how, you know, it's not about selling. So I think Mm -hmm. you are a great example of coming from a business and still establishing Mm -hmm. your presence as a personal brand. So can you talk a little bit more about how you've kind of made that transition because i think a lot of people get stuck in the mindset of oh i own a business so i need to sell on a platform yeah. um yeah. so i'd love to hear a little bit about your mindset and how you kind of have separated those two brands
2: well i remember your biggest piece of advice when i joined your group was have fun and don't sell and just be you like show people who you are as a person so that's mostly what we've been doing on the platform and i have like my instagram account has grown by thousands just since joining TikTok, and not just that, but but I feel like my presence as like a human being online, like my authority has increased just because people know me better. Like they, you know, they know I'm a fun person. They know that I'm a family person. They know the relationship I have with my husband. Um, I just feel like people know me in a different light, rather than just like business, business, business all the time. It's like now, like they see the fun side of me and my family, and it's just like. I don't know like how, like how I made that transition, but it has done wonders for me. like, it's just nice for people to get to know you on like a different level other than business.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think even just for me finding people for the podcast, I usually find them on TikTok and then Mm -hmm. I feel like I already know them. And then I feel creepy when I voice message them on Instagram and I'm like, Hey, I feel like (laughs) we're already best friends, but they don't even know me. Yeah, Totally. So as far as planning out content, so obviously you are focusing a lot on business content. How often do you guys post on TikTok? Every day. Every day. At least
2: one video a day. Yeah, we try at least one video a day.
0: Now, I know sometimes when people hear every day, post every day, they kind of like freak out because they're Mm -hmm. not used to having to put out that much content. I know for like Mm -hmm. you and I, we both are constantly pumping out content Mm -hmm. for our business because that's Mm -hmm. content is king. If you guys listen to Gary Vee. He is amazing and content, content, content. So mm-hmm. is, when it comes to creating content for TikTok, do you batch that content? Or do you wake up in the morning and say, hey, Will, I want to do this idea? Or does Will tell you, hey, we're doing this idea?
1: <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is, is our kids go to sleep. We put them in bed lately because it's been um, Ramadan for us. So we're fasting and things have been a bit crazy. They're usually like in bed, like by nine ish. Mm-hmm. And then we decide. Okay, we've got an hour. Let's do some content. And that and that's honestly we most literally of the film time. Film
2: it and put it up like within that hour, like every night.
1: <laughs> yes. So you don't like save things to like post no. later. No. You know what? Last night we did because we found like a millennial song challenge, <laughs> and I was loving it. So we just did like ten of them. <laughs> like, 10 of my <laughs> we got them all saved. It's gonna be great for
2: later. But yeah. like, but in general, our content we literally we come up with the idea during the day, and we say, okay, we want to do, we want to film this tonight. So we'll film it. And we'll put it up, like, literally right then
1: and there. I should ask first, Victoria. This isn't a video call, right? You're not reporting. No. I'm Thank just God on I've... video because it's easier. Thank God. I've been naked the whole time. Oh, oh, you're so
2: <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: No. <laughs> he likes to be funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have one of those, too. Trust yeah, me. It lightens the mood. I get well. <laughs> it. So when it comes to coming up with ideas, who's the idea person? Will.
1: Yeah, I think. I think Sana has some good ideas, but once we talk about what's good, then we get rid of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, she no, I'm like she does have some good ideas. Uh, she's just more like
2: I'm like the I'm like the light bulb person, and then he kind of takes it yeah. and like makes it funny because yeah. I, I can't really make the concept. She's got a funny. really
1: good ability to come up with kind of like a broad idea of what we should do, and then I'll kind of take it and kind of refine it and move things around and try to come up with something that is more yeah. I guess has like a whole yeah. thing together
2: he just thinks like what will people watch and what will people enjoy and share like that's kind of yes. like his take on it so that's like he, like he likes to make it like relatable and something that people will actually engage with
0: it's all about the shares yeah man yeah. when you start to see those shares racking up on videos I feel like that's when you know like oh this <laughs> is gonna go viral yeah sometimes that'll like stack up and then you're just like waiting for the views to come in it's so interesting to watch yeah
1: totally what i find really interesting is so many times we'll put and and i've heard this before but we put like so much effort into a video and we're like we're gonna cut and we're gonna do this and this and this and then it bombs and then we do like a 15 second one shot thing and it gets like a million views (laughs) it's crazy how that works
0: the great thing with tiktok is because I always say, you know, create quality content, but I don't think people realize when I say quality content, that sometimes is a random video you shot in the moment on your phone because the quality is the humor. The quality is the kind of the unexpectedness of the video. It's not always about that like super produced video. And actually, I feel like sometimes those do worse because people can't Mm -hmm. relate to it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. When you look at some of the top, like, kind of comedy influencers on the app, most of them are just one-shot takes of them saying funny stuff. Yeah, totally. Now, you guys have had several viral videos already. Do you guys Mm -hmm. feel the pressure to continue to create viral content? How do you make sure you're still keeping it fun?
1: That's a good question. Um, good question. I think because of the first one, how it got so big for us, that we've definitely, that's kind of our it's in the back of our minds that when we create something, we're hoping that it will do that. But at the same time, it's like we've got such a list of things we can choose from that we really just kind of want to put content out that Mm -hmm. people like and that they can relate to, or they can learn something. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think, you know, that that's one of the things that sets us apart from a lot of people is Mm -hmm. that we're, we're different in that, in, in that respect that we're not kind of consistently doing the same thing. That's why we kind of mm-hmm. jump around with the culture, the religion, the weird stuff. Couple, couple, yeah. stuff. couple we're like
2: The thing with our content is like, even if it doesn't go viral, we're still having an average of like two to 3 million views a week. And so like, it's not just like that one video that we'll produce like in the week that does really well. It's like all of our mm-hmm. videos. So, like when we're going through our comments, it's like, every video has comments like all day long like there's so much variety in what people are watching on our page i feel like our content is being distributed all the time and it's so hard to tell like what's you know like what's trending and what's not because we just like everything is being played and watched like every day
1: yeah. literally That's just really just good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i just scrolled through and, and i was like shocked i looked at one of our videos from a couple of weeks ago and it's got like seven over 700,000 views and like last time we looked at it it didn't have nowhere near that but mm-hmm. just the you never really know what's going to bring people and yeah how the videos are going to be distributed, be distributed. Yeah. it's crazy yeah
0: yeah. I want to pull up your page now because I feel like if you don't look at someone's TikTok page you know every day so much can change yeah. between yeah. you know yeah. a week even yeah exactly. that's really cool that you guys are having such great distribution I think sometimes yeah people struggle. And I did, I have noticed that on your page. I mean, you guys average probably overall more likes than I do. And I think not likes more views than I do. And I think that's because you guys have kind of gone from zero to a hundred with your content. So that audience is really new and really active. Mm -hmm. They're still on the app and they're, Mm -hmm. you know, tuning in to see your content every day because you're consistent about it. Yeah. yeah and
2: binging. I feel like people start binging like new people that find your page will just start going through all mm-hmm. the other videos
1: and start yeah, we, get, binge we, get, watching. we get those comments quite often where they're like I came across your page and I just like spent the last however long and I just watched like all your videos <laughs> and they're just they're great uh, I love it because
0: of- sorry, you guys do like education through comedy. I feel like mm-hmm. like I yeah. learned so much about like your religion and your culture just mm-hmm. from watching your videos
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to make it relatable. And like, we try to remind people that like, we're, you know, we're fun people. We're like, just because like, we're religious and that type of thing. We try and like educate in such a way that people know that we're just ordinary people that just like to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And you know, keep it light.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's talk a little bit about the kind of toxic culture that we see on TikTok sometimes. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, here we go. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, personally, like we're religious and we mm-hmm. don't really talk about religion on TikTok because mm-hmm. of that. Like, I think that's almost a fear Matt and I have is alienating people or making people feel bad or on the other side, <laughs> like identifying ourselves with extreme people so it's just a hard touchy subject on the internet I yeah. think so yes, how have you guys kind of navigated the hate and the bullying and mm-hmm. that side of things
1: which there's been a lot of
2: <laughs> well yeah like we yeah so we try to keep our tiktok like as positive as possible. So if people are hating, we use the block button real quick. Well,
1: that's not always well, true. Well,
2: I I do, but Will likes to kind of debate people and then block them. <laughs> Get my point across, <laughs> mic drop,
1: and then block away.
2: But we still try to keep it a very positive place. And for the most part, I would say like 90%, 95% oh, yeah. of people are so respectful and so sweet about it. And they're very appreciative that we're like opening the dialogue and talking about it because people are afraid to talk about it. And like, especially for like Muslims, like it's very rare to see people, you know, talk about Muslims and talk about it in this kind of light. And so mm-hmm. we feel like we've opened some doors and like dialogue for people to kind of understand, like, there's so many people that aren't Muslim that follow us and say, they appreciate our, appreciate our videos because we're educating them on something that they've, you know, like, where are they going to mm-hmm. get educated on this topic? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you have so many people, um, you're putting yourself out there, like you said, for however many billions of people that are using yeah. TikTok, right? You never know who's going to kind of stumble across it, and and I found like we did we did one uh, TikTok just about like if you if you our comments being two faced, right? Like if there's a nice comment, it's probably Sana commenting, and if yeah. there's a comment that's kind of like argumentative and like, coming <laughs> at you, that's probably me. Um, but that's just our personalities, <laughs> right? She's very sweet and kind, and I mean I can be as well, but I, I like I like confrontation in terms of like those arguments um and but i mean there's some people right like and i look at sometimes i look at our comments and there's people who will just like they're like crusaders you know what i mean like they'll just start attacking other people and they will not stop and it's just like a back and forth and finally i just end up just leaving the comments or blocking people Um, there's there's an overwhelming majority of people that like the content that we have with the from the comments Um, and 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 one thing I love about it is that because we try to touch on, like, similarities between, like, us and Christians and Jews and and that sort of stuff, that the the love that we get from Christians, honestly, even Jews, I mean, we get love from Christians, Jews, atheists, pagans, witches. Witches, uh, like, literally,
0: yeah. I feel like there's a high witch population on TikTok. Is that just me? Or I feel like I never knew anyone who was a witch before TikTok. I I didn't even know
2: that was a thing. I actually didn't know. There's so many that will come and be like, I'm a witch and I love your content. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. Like
1: druids. We've had druids like our stuff and, and talk about like this thing. So you're like, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing anymore.
0: What's a druid? I see. Druid. I don't know what that is. And I'm so glad you asked. Stonehenge.
1: Yeah. They have, oh, wow. Druids are like, they're kind of like monks, but white people. Far, <laughs> know, that's, that's what I got out of it. They're from England. They worship. I don't know what they worship, but they hang out at Stonehenge and whatnot. That's
2: pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, it's, pretty, but, it's reached a yeah. lot of people. And it's, like I said, like it's just opened up that dialogue where people feel comfortable that they can. And the, the cool thing, I should say, is all of these people that are struggling with religion, mm-hmm. people that are or even aren't Muslim, will privately message us either on TikTok or Instagram saying that they're struggling and that they appreciate our videos because it's really... Like, open their eyes, or it's brought them back to religion, or it's made them question religion, or whatever it may be. Yeah, exactly. There's been like almost daily, we get those messages daily. Like, that's so cool. It is very cool to see that we have an impact, even like if it's like a 15 second video, and people will privately message us saying, You seriously, like, opened my Mm. eyes today, and I can't even tell you how much I appreciate what you're what you mentioned today, or whatever. Like, it's it's like I feel like TikTok, it's like so much more than just that you know like Mm -hmm. it's connecting people and it's inspiring people and Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it's crazy (laughs) what it's done
0: (laughs) it really is unlike any other platform Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right y'all that's all we have time for this week be sure to tune in next week for the rest of my interview with will and sana as well as more tips for how to grow your influence on tiktok see y'all then Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review in the iTunes store and let us know what you liked about the episode. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout.